Welcome to the Highlands Podcast, episode three. We're so glad that you're here. And by the way, I just want to let you know, thank you so much for all the love you shared online. Um, for our first two episodes, we looked at discipleship and I had my oldest daughter, which was fun, uh, on that episode too. Go back if you haven't heard, listened to those or heard those episodes as we look at discipleship. And uh, again, you can watch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And please share, subscribe, follow this on Spotify and help us get the word out for some good biblical content. Today, I'm welcomed by, uh, with another guest, Mandy. She's our life groups pastor. And so Mandy, the world is wondering, what do pastors do beyond Sunday? So could you shed some light that we do work during the week? And it's actually quite busy. It is Give us a glimpse into what you're doing. Yeah, this season is kind of crazy for me because um, I stepped in right at the front end of our life life group season. We're going to be launching in a couple weeks. Right. And so it's been like planning for that, training leaders, meeting with leaders, yeah. making sure that they have whatever resources that right. they need to lead well, and um, making a lot of like graphics and ads <laughs> and just yeah. so we can get the word out because we want our congregation and our community to yeah. know that we are doing this and um, that it's important. So yeah. there's been a lot of that, a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. A lot of administration. It's been really good though, and I'm excited to see where it goes. From I don't here. think there's like a shallow pool in ministry. I think there's just a deep end. <laughs> like yeah, you just no, go in the deep no. end and you get going because people come on Sundays or they'll sign up for a life group, but there's so many things behind the scenes that had to happen yeah. for them to even see that life group. So by the time they see it on a screen to sign up, 25 steps took place for oh, that yeah. to even happen. So oh, yeah. we're grateful for uh, Mandy for being part. So today we're asking the question uh, why should I join a life group? Like, what is that really? matter? How do, why does that play an important part of our life? So we're going to dig into a little bit, and we're going to actually share a few thoughts from uh, The Rooted Disciple, shameless plug, by the way, for a <laughs> small little book I wrote. Uh, but we actually are going to go through the six benefits of joining uh, of life group. And so Mandy has some great thoughts, but I want to start with a, a Bible verse in Ecclesiastes chapter four. Uh, Solomon writes, he says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up, but pity the one who falls without another to lift him up. I'm actually going to stop there because then it gets a little weird about warming each other up. And like, I don't know what the (laughs) biblical context of that is. So I'm going to stick with uh, verses nine and 10, but uh, I think it's important. I think life groups is about community. You know, cliche of better together, living in community, doing life together, which is not my favorite phrase, but that's thrown (laughs) around in church a lot. Like, let's do life together. And I don't know any other organizations that says, let's go do life together. But in the church, we do life together. We are community. There's a lot of things we say in the church that they don't say. (laughs) That's true. That's a whole nother podcast episode. Don't don't get us sidetracked. But uh, just a a bird's eye view, top level, what's, what's an important part of a life group? Well, when we come on Sundays, we have large group setting, right? There's several hundred people, maybe even more that are meeting together. We're sitting and we're listening, we're receiving. Mm -hmm. Um, In worship, we get to worship in community. All of those aspects are amazing and necessary, Mm -hmm. but they don't complete what our faith should look like, especially in community. So when we get to meet in a smaller level where there's 10 people, 15 Mm -hmm. people, whatever it might look like, five people, Mm -hmm. we're able to go deeper in several ways. One, relationally, um, because, you know, I see people on Sunday. I mean, I probably say hi to 500 people. And I say, you know, I only get so long where I can go, hey, how are you doing? What's going on in your life? And those moments are great but they are nothing to replace an hour a week where I can really dive into 
What is actually going on in your life? Right. What are you struggling with? What do you need? Yeah, How can I pray for you? How mm -hmm. can I partner with you, right? right? Mm -hmm. Those conversations are going to happen at that level. And then on the second level that we're going deeper is in our faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, by being together, we're challenging each other. Right. We're keeping each other accountable. Right. Maybe we can take a topic and really dive deeper because we have an hour mm -hmm. where we can dialogue back and forth. It's mm -hmm. not just me listening and mm -hmm. absorbing. It's me asking questions. Yeah. It's pressing into something. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand what that passage says. Let's let's mm -hmm. pull that apart. So there's a lot more depth that we get when we are in life groups, and it's it's essential to our faith. Right. We can't just yeah. sit in this shallow mm -hmm. level for the rest of our lives. Right. If we're supposed to be moving towards Christ and being more Christ-like, right. we yeah. have to go deeper in That's order to good. do that. That's good. Yeah, it's, we say a lot here at the Highlands, Sundays are good, but every day is better. Yeah. And so people only come on Sundays and that's the pinnacle of their exper Christian experience, yeah. then they're really missing out on some amazing blessings. So even our own discipleship pathway here at the Highlands of connect, grow, impact. So Sundays is to connect. Like we yeah. are going to connect with each other, connect with the Lord through worship, mm -hmm. through the word. But grow is such a key part of our faith of our spiritual experience that we are trying to grow deeper, as you mentioned, in our mm -hmm. faith, but also it grow together. Yeah. And so this Life Groups is fully uh, in the middle of that grow component. And so I love what you're saying. Let's talk about these benefits and you can kind of share uh, some thoughts. So uh, one of the benefits of joining a Life Group, um, and this is very important, is that you don't walk alone because, you know, you and I, pastors, we, we hear people, we see people. You mentioned you know, we'll come across hundreds of people even on a Sunday. And they're while even while they're in the middle of a large crowd, often they can feel alone. Oh, yeah. So what what do you what would you say about to the person who's feeling alone? Hey, a benefit of joining life group is that you won't feel that isolation. Yeah, I it's funny becoming an adult. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like when the marker okay. is for that, but now that I've kind of stepped into like I'm married and I have a child yeah. and it's amazing how you can, your life gets so busy and it gets so clouded with, you know, things that are all great, mm -hmm. but you can oftentimes like, where do you meet friends as an adult? Yeah. You know, it's easy right. when you're a kid, you've right. got school or yeah. activities, right? But as an adult, we don't always have those easy places to make friendships. Mm -hmm. And I I remember when I like first got married and and even when I first had my baby, I felt like, Sometimes I was like, I just don't even know who to talk to mm, about this. Yeah. Like, who who do I talk to about feeling depressed as a mom? Sure. You know? Yeah. And like, it's moments like that where when we have a built-in community that mm -hmm. has an interest like right. us, because right. our life groups tend to be geared sure. towards interests. Exactly, yeah. And when we can meet with people that are like-minded in that way, or like we have several groups that are specifically for moms, for example, right. like right. that might appeal to me as a right. mom. Right. And then you can dive into those discussions and you can have that support when you don't have that. Honestly, and I think we see it a lot in our society, people get depressed. Yeah. We like depression is a deep rooted aspect of our Western society right yeah, now. Right. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the fact that we feel so alone. Yeah, no, that's good. You know, we, I was in a meeting this morning, we were talking about the variety of life groups that we have here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is marriage-based. It's uh, men, women. Uh, I was even thinking about, uh, I've done a group for uh, young adult guys, mm -hmm. you know, 18 to maybe mid-20s. They're in that college, kind of entering that career phase. Yeah. 
It's helpful to know though, because when you go to school, when you go to work for the first time in a career that you do feel alone, you're like, oh man, I'm the only Christian on this public campus, or I'm the only person of faith at my workplace. But they came on the weekends when we gathered together and they were like, no, actually it's funny because one time there was one, uh, our first week we, we came together and these two guys came and they're like, Hey, I know I've saw you at my, you know, chem class, you know, college. (laughs) And they didn't even know like that. And they're like, so they came, became fast friends even in that semester. And it was because of that life group. And they realized like, man, I am not alone in this chemistry class because I have another brother who's with me. And so I love that part. And what would you say to the person who, um, like, let me give you a kind of a scenario. So there are people and I've met with them, talked with them, people who go to church for a long time, didn't join a life group and they just feel isolated. Mm-hmm. What would, cause I'm an introvert. I don't know if you're <laughs> introvert or extroverted, but the, the idea of going to someone's home or a group, like the introverted ways in me is a, little, a bit terrifying, yeah. but how can we help them overcome that obstacle of saying like, Hey, there might be some uncomfortability, uncomfortability in like a moment or a week, yeah. but the benefits far outweigh even that pain point. How would you encourage somebody to kind of push through that isolation? Yeah, there's a there's a couple of things that come to mind. The first is a lot of like we have life group leaders over okay. all of these, yeah. right? And we've been training them and yeah. talking with them and giving them resources and equipping them. So it do, it's not like this open forum where you yeah. have to like, oh my God, what am I going to say to right. these people for an hour? You right, know, right, right. Like there is there's a little <laughs> bit of structure to most of our groups, yeah. particularly the ones that are like studying mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And so like there'll be prompted questions. Like you don't need to fish for. Sure what to say or yeah. like if that's an anxiety inducing point for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're raising anxiety level for a lot of people right now. As know, we talk about life group leading, going to a life group home, <laughs> new people. I like, know it can be a lot. And hey, we love you. We're here for you. And so you're not, you're you not alone <laughs> in your isolation. Like yeah. we're with you. Yeah. So. Well, and the good thing is to, I mean, I don't, I'm not an introvert. So you tell yeah. me if this is good or bad, Okay. okay. <laughs> but because it's a smaller setting, mm-hmm. There's, that makes it worse. Oh, does it make it worse? Which, by the way, is not helpful in our conversation about life groups, <laughs> but I want to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. you actually mentioned life group leaders, and we have some amazing life group leaders here at the Highlands who do make it welcoming. So yeah. let me tell you, if you're feeling like me, like, man, I don't know about that setting, um, we there's some great leaders or some great options. And I would ask you, find one of us. We, you know, yeah. we can actually connect you with somebody who we think personality-wise could yeah. be a good fit. Yeah. Um, and we actually have some groups that meet here on campus that mm-hmm. would also be a, a good fit. But the point is you don't have to walk or live alone. I actually share a story in the book of um, going through some dark days for me that I wouldn't have been able to get through if I was trying to do it alone. Yeah. And so it might be uncomfortable in the moment, but the, the pain point is not worth Let's talk about the second benefit. Um, And you mentioned this earlier, but let's just a little bit deeper for just a moment. Uh, So the second benefit of joining a life group is we're learning from the Bible. Um, So really the point of life groups is not necessarily just to get coffee and chat about life. Mm -hmm. It's to have a spiritual conversation about uh, things. Maybe it's a a book of the Bible, scriptures, some different things. So why don't you share a little bit about what that means for us as we learn from the Bible? Yeah, so, so in our groups, we have four aspects that we include, incorporate into every group. Sure. Maybe the um, amount of time that we spend differs based on the type of group it is. Like we have a bike riders group. Yeah. So they're going to spend a lot of their time bike riding. Sure. But um, we always include community, okay. building community, okay. which we kind of talked about, mm-hmm. an activity or a discussion of okay. some sort. Okay. 
personal ministry. Okay. So that means maybe a time where you're studying scripture, you're yeah, studying the Bible, mm-hmm. you're asking questions, you're talking about it together. Um, and then spiritual conversation, which kind of goes hand in hand okay, with that. Okay. So we're always incorporating, that could be as simple as having a couple of minutes where mm-hmm. we dive into maybe the leader had God put something on their heart sure. that week. Gotcha. Or maybe it's going over the sermon that was happening on mm-hmm. Sunday and diving a little deeper, or right. maybe it's going through a, a book mm-hmm. that has spiritual conversations in it. So those are kind of those aspects. And I just want to read um, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17. Okay. It says, all scripture is God-breathed mm-hmm. and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training, and righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Part of why we do life groups Mm -hmm. is, again, to move closer, to look more like Christ. And in order to do that, we have to be in our word. And so it's very important for us to have that as a pivotal point within our life groups. That's good. Yeah. I think that if if our basis for life groups is anything other than scriptures, then it's yeah. just a hangout. Like yeah. we're just we're just getting some friends, which is an important part, but not the most important part. Yes. Uh, how about this benefit of joining? And this is this might break someone's brain as we talk about this, but <laughs> uh, another benefit of joining life group is that we learn that there are all kinds of people in the kingdom of God. Um, so that's an important one because you know, we we serve here at the Highlands. It's an extremely diverse church. Oh, yeah. Uh, with not just uh, you know ethnically, but also politically, mm-hmm. uh, with just different socioeconomic statuses, backgrounds, and I actually think this is a pretty key benefit because sometimes you know uh, the world is becoming more isolated, where you're able to live in your own kind of bubble or yeah. silo. Yeah. You know, social media—it's like the algorithms like they'll go on what you like or what you follow, the accounts you you interact with. So what happens is your social media feed just becomes. Uh, kind of a, a, a what you like, what, what you, you want, yeah, what ar- you look it like. It already confirms yeah. what you know, and that maybe is okay in some respect. In, in respects, but I think there's a good pushback sometimes where you realize, well, not everyone is you know uh, white conservative. Maybe yeah. there's others that are very diverse who vote Democrat. You know, yeah. and they still love Jesus, or yeah. or maybe someone grew up in uh, some very poor area, and others grew up in maybe some wealth. But yeah. I think the life groups bring people together who maybe wouldn't have come together outside of the church, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think I think not to be like hyper spiritual about it, but I think the enemy loves divisiveness. Yeah, and any way that he can come in and bring division, yeah. not just in the world but within the church. Sure. Yeah. He's going to do it. And right. he uses diversity and as a as a means to separate us yeah. and to yeah. bring even like an emotional, like often angry response. Like, mm. oh, you don't believe what I believe. Right. Then right. that's it, you yeah. know, or you yeah. don't look like how I yeah. look or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's so important for us to press into that. Sure. And I love this. I was talking to actually one of our other pastors on mm-hmm. staff the other day and her husband um, kind of works in... Uh, uh, psychology and stuff. Okay. And he's, he, she told me that he often says like, press into the discomfort mm-hmm. because that's where God does his work. Right. Right. You know, and I, and even kind of going back to that con- uh, conversation of intro introverts, it's, yeah. we have to sometimes press into the things yeah. that make us feel uncomfortable yeah. because God has something amazing that he wants to open up right. in that situation. Yeah. So that's good. Even when you look at Jesus's own 12 disciples, like oh, yeah. those guys would not have been together without Jesus bringing them together yeah. because they were very different backgrounds. And 
I love, and we, I've heard stories from our life groups uh, where they'll go uh, with maybe a pretty crazy background. Maybe it was from addictions. And then they'll mm-hmm. go and with a maybe a more straight-laced, like, you know, person or couple <laughs> or whatever with just a various different background. And it, it's just the society didn't bring them together. Jesus did and, and growing together did. And, and also I think it's important for us to get out of a bubble of that Jesus only works in certain ways. Mm. So just because someone was saved or grew in one way, doesn't mean that that was the only, only way, way for that yeah. person. You know, it, God doesn't work in a bubble or in a vacuum. And I think it's important for us to see other experiences that it's okay for, uh, you know, maybe God, struck lightning down and that saved someone. And then someone <laughs> was born at church, you know, in the nursery. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's just a lot of different backgrounds and I, life groups kind of bring people together who I don't know that they would have brought, been brought together. It's just been pretty amazing. How about this one? And this is more of the social aspect for all of our social butterflies and extroverts out there. <laughs> Another benefit, a practical benefit of joining life group is like you mentioned earlier about you make new friends Yeah, and, and churches, large churches, it's hard sometimes to Uh, find a role, a niche, a group, a friend. And so life groups have really opened up some friendships that we've seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's on, it's on so many different levels too. Like, just like, yay, I've got somebody who I can call or get coffee with or whatever. There's a lightheartedness to it. But then there's also like, I mean, we're humans and we have this spectrum of difficulties Mm -hmm. that we can face. And I, I don't know why, but when I think of friendships, I think of the book of Job. Yeah. And this idea of sitting in it together, yeah, you know, good. and like all, not all of Job's friends understood what he was going through. Mm-hmm. A lot of them kind of scoffed at him sure. at moments. Right. There was, there was uncomfortability You're in right. that, but they sat with him yeah, and good. they went through it with him. And I think right. that's the goal out of this. Like you don't need to stay in that life group mm-hmm. every single season. Sure. It comes around, yeah. but you make friendships that now you can enjoy in and outside of the church. Yeah, that's true. And we, we've heard stories of of men maybe uh, hanging out with other guys or, or ladies having coffee mm-hmm. that they met through a life group. And now it began, began a long, lifelong friendship. My own wife, she uh, maybe last season as we were launching some life groups, she started a group for um, uh, moms with um, toddlers. Yeah. And it, she doesn't have a toddler, but she <laughs> wanted to create some space because she had yeah. been hearing uh, you know, mom after mom of like, I don't know any moms. I don't know any other. Yep. So she gathered probably a dozen or so moms, like-minded moms who had, yeah. you know, the young ones and they became fast friends. And then they, they met at the park and they ended up doing their own little trips or, you know, play dates that friendships were born out of that. Yeah. I think that's just a very, it's probably underrated and, you know, we're pastors. So we have to like <laughs> focus on the absolute spiritual things, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, but this is actually a practical one that I think is actually a good driver of yeah. interest and a desire to be in a life group. That's huge. Uh, how about this one? Um, and I think this is maybe a, if that one, if friendship is a little underrated, I think this one is as well, but this is a spiritual one. But you you increase time spent in prayer. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, again, like we talked about that there's like some personal ministry, spiritual conversation aspects yeah. to every life group. Sure. And so both within the group and outside of the group. So um, a lot of the times our groups are in communication throughout the week, not just on the single day that they meet, gotcha. which is really amazing because it's both, it encourages you to pray for each yeah. other and have those moments where, Hey guys, like I need this today. Like yeah. I'm just not feeling it or yeah. this happened in my life or whatever it might be. And you can reach out to those people yeah. and they are right there and they're on it. Yeah. And so it's happening with inside yeah. the groups, of course, but it's also happening regularly mm. throughout the week. And I 
I know that this might be <laughs> something weird to say as a pastor, but sometimes I sit down and I go, man, who, who do I need to pray for today? Right. And I'm kind of yeah. at a, a little bit of a loss if I'm not yeah. regularly in yeah. community yeah. with people. Yeah, that's good. And so when I am regularly in community, yeah. instantly people instantly. are, oh, I want to pray for this person. I want to yeah. pray for their son. I want to pray for the yeah. what's going on in their school. I want to, mm -hmm. you know, it just comes naturally yeah. when we're in community yeah, with that's people. that's good. Because when you are in a life group with somebody or with a group of people, then you do know what's going on yeah. with their kids at school, or you do know what's going on with their family, or if there's, I, I, I've shared the story many times, but it, it really is an impactful one for me personally is that, so my mom, uh, she had breast cancer. This was a few years ago. And so I went uh, to go be there with her uh, during her operation. I was in the waiting room with my dad and my mm -hmm. sister and Amy was there with me and uh um, I wasn't the first one to to be there by her side to pray with her before she went. It was actually her life group leaders. Um, and it was really powerful because yeah. um, not only did they beat me there, they actually <laughs> stayed the entire time like wow. that I was there. Um, and they were just praying over her before they were praying in the waiting room. They were actually ministering to my family and I didn't even know them, yeah. um, but they were just very impactful, but it was because they knew what was going on yeah. in my mom's life. And that is really the heart of a life group leader is that, yeah. and not just a life group leader, but also those in life groups that it's like, yeah. man, like, you know, uh, in a larger church, sometimes it's hard to kind of put a pulse on every need. Yeah. And the way I think of it is that I don't know that someone necessarily needs a pastor to pray. They mm. need a Christian to pray. Yeah. And that Christian could be a life group leader or a fellow life group member. Um, and I think that as long as someone is continuing to partner with them, um, that's not to, you know, take yeah. responsibility off our shoulders. No, but yeah. I think it's helpful to know like immediately that. Yeah. So the, um, I just think it's, we don't understand sometimes that uh, being part of life groups is really engaging us into yeah. other people's lives. But then just the fact that groups would come together once a week and pray, yeah. you know, they yeah. pray together, they pray throughout the week, they text, whatever. I think that's really, and you know, the more prayer we offer as a church, I think the, the better we will be. Well, in a way, I think too, just to like go off that a little bit, it's empowering yeah. as a believer because I think some people think that Christianity is a passive right. thing that we do. That's true. But it does. you don't have to be a pastor. You don't even have to be a leader within the congregation to be empowered right. to be pursuing your yeah, faith, right. to be encouraging others yeah. in their faith to be praying yeah. for people. It's empowering. It, it gives you a certain amount of responsibility right. as a believer. It's not just something you're coming and receiving every yeah. week. It's something you're engaging. Yeah, that's really cool. It's been cool to see even our students, they had summer camp this summer and they come back and now they're just on fire for the Lord. But so they're also, uh, one of their outpourings of what they're doing now that the Lord's been speaking to them is they're praying over each other. Yeah. And of course, youth leaders are there, youth pastors are there, but these students are just saying, hey, how can I pray for you. And, and actually it's, it's lengthening some Wednesday nights. It's <laughs> like think, yeah. lengthening some other times, but yeah. it's really special to see even teenagers are saying, yeah. Hey, how can I pray with you? And then they're texting each other and mm -hmm. how's that going? And you know, how's your mom? How's your dad? What's going on? I just want to let you know, I prayed for you. Here's a verse. Yeah. And I think that's those moments that are really, that's where life groups shine yeah. that we're able to really pray for each other. What this last benefit, we've kind of touched on it a little bit uh, throughout our conversation, but this final benefit of joining a life group is that you can learn from others who are in your shoes currently, or I, what I even love better, who were in your shoes mm, before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, I, because for example, I think that 
um, we did an episode, my daughter, uh, mm-hmm. and about discipleship. And I had a lot of parents come up and they were encouraged and they, they were kind of sharing some things. But I had a, a dad who said, it was so awesome to see you guys are doing this now. Like, yeah. this isn't like you have a 25-year-old and you're talking about back in the day. Yeah. We're talking about like right now. Yeah. And I think that's helpful because I think we have life group leaders in marriages, parenting, mm-hmm. whatever, who mm-hmm. are like, hey, here's here's our struggles right now. And it gives you, again, like you're not alone. But then we also have life group leaders who have been down the road. Yeah. And it's the Bible talks about the older men, the older women teaching yeah. the younger. Yeah. And so what would you say to those who are, I, how, how do I find a life group? Um, and I'm not sure, maybe should I go to a men's one, a women's one? Should I go to a couple's yeah. parenting one? Kind of, I want... Just maybe a dress for people who are looking for someone who's kind of been down that road before. Yeah. Well, we have several groups this time around that there's a person either who has like done that before, right? We've got like a married couple who's going to be doing a group on the five love languages and they've gone through that book and course before and they felt like it really added to their marriage. So they want to pass that on, you know? Mm And then we have some, we've got one that's like Financial Peace University, people who are in need of finances and that couple that's running it have been through the program and have felt the free, like the freedom of not having debt. Yeah, that's good. And so they want, again, they're like passing that forward. We even have um, a a gentleman who's going to do a group for men on like cognitive study through like Jesus and like what that looks like in combination. And so- you know, getting freedom of the mind, yeah, awesome. you know? Yeah, and great. so, and I think he has some expertise in that. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are doing this from a place of I've been there, I've yeah. done that, I've studied that, that's whatever good. it might be. And they're, they're passing it forward because they felt such value yeah, from it in their lives. And I would say if you're, you're wanting to join a life group, but you're uncertain about what life group to pick, yeah. we actually ha- are going to be launching this Sunday about it. And there's all kinds of different ones you can search by type, like maybe if you're a mom and you want to join a mom's group, you can search that way. Or if you're a man and you want to join a group of men or you want to, you know, like I mentioned the bike riding group, you know, maybe you like to bike ride or hike, you know, we've got all kinds of different categories. And I think maybe it's just taking some time praying about it. What is the need that you have in your life right now? I love what you said earlier too, because sometimes you go, you know, you go to a group and then you kind of feel like, I'm a member of that group now and I'm I'm like, I have to go here forever. Like yeah. I'm stuck yes. in this group. And yes. I say stuck like loosely, but uh, just giving people freedom, like, hey, you maybe were in a group last week, year that talked through maybe a book or maybe mm-hmm. a Bible study, but now now you want to do that hiking or, or yeah. bike riding, or yeah. maybe you went to a couple's and now you're going to go to a uh, men's or women's group. I think that's some good freedom to kind of, because, uh, yeah. you know, we go through different seasons. And so yeah. maybe you're like, marriage was a little bit rough last yeah. year, but now you're feeling confident and better. Now you want to maybe do another group. And so I think that's really good. Yeah, there's definitely freedom. And, and even beyond that, like a lot of the times, again, like those people that have gained freedom from being a part of a life group already that maybe studied marriage, right. Yeah. For example, and they want to see people experience that same freedom. So sometimes they'll take that same material Mm -hmm. and they'll go and lead a life group. And I think that's That's awesome because again, it's from, it's from that experience. It's from that place that we can then help shepherd people yeah, to that freedom too. So that's good. That's awesome. I think it's great in terms of, I mean, you can hop around as a member, mm-hmm. you can become a life group leader yourself yeah, after nice. a season awesome. of experiencing it. So that's awesome. 
There's all kinds of ways that we can develop. Well, I'm pumped for our life groups. I'm, I believe that God's going to really break through and and do some great things in our life group. We have we've got a couple questions. Okay. Uh, we have we pose questions and uh, people respond to those both online and a couple questions. I and I think they're from two different groups of people. The first one, um, I'm going to say it's from the stubborn. Like, I don't know if I want, believe what you're selling, Pastor Mandy. And so I've kind of distilled it into this question. And it's really not a question, it's a statement. So basically (laughs) for that obstinate, stubborn person who says, I don't know about this, um, give us your best elevator pitch as far as why someone should join a life group. You can't do life alone. Okay. And as a believer, if you want, to continue walking in your faith and growing in your faith, yeah. you have to find tight-knit, close community. That's good. So join a life group. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say to the person who is a little bit stubborn right now, if you don't join a life group, I believe that you're leaving some spiritual growth on the table. Like, you know, hey, you're coming on Sundays, uh, you're you're connecting, but are you really growing? Because mm-hmm. as you know, we, hundreds whatever people are here and you know, it's hard to maybe reach every single person right where they yeah. are in that moment yeah. uh, in a message yeah. or even a time of worship. And yeah. I, and I know Holy spirit moves and he does a great work, yeah. but the life group is, is a time where you, you can maybe go, not maybe you will go deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's really good. All Absolutely. right. This next question is from maybe a group of uh, wives who struggle with their <laughs> husbands. And so um, that's going to be a future episode by the way, as well. Um, <laughs> But the question is this, and I believe it's very sincere, and, I, and I'm going to talk to the husbands for my response, but I want you to kind of maybe give us yeah. a broad answer. But uh, from, from, a, from a wife, how can I encourage uh, my husband to be part of a life group? Yeah, I, this one's tough because, of course, you can't make anyone sure. do anything that they don't want to do. Right. But I know, like, in the dynamic of my own marriage, like, my husband works a lot. Yeah. Which is great because he provides for our family with that. Yeah. But it can be really exhausting. Yeah. And and I feel that and I see that. And I don't want to ever overwhelm him. So like even kind of thinking about, you know, as a as a wife, I tend to like, can we do this this weekend and this this weekend <laughs> yeah. and this this evening? Sure. And that, you know, I right. busy our schedule, right. especially as an extrovert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like double time right there. Yeah. And so with your introverted husband. Yeah, with my introverted <laughs> husband. And so sometimes I have to go, I have to pick and choose. Okay. If 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 I find it really valuable for mm-hmm. him to be in a life group, mm-hmm. then maybe I need to peel away some mm-hmm. of the other extraneous things that yeah. I'm asking him to take part in, yeah. right? Yeah. So that way we can focus on maybe our marriage or sure. focus on sure. studying the Bible together as a couple right. or learning right. about how to parent as yeah. a couple, right? Yeah. So I think for the women out there, if you just take some time to go, what is really important to me? Yeah. And if, and I hope it is, if life groups are really important sure. to you, then find ways that you can eliminate yeah. some of that busy in the rest of your life. Yeah, that's that's good, Mandy. And I want to just give a word to uh, to the husbands. And I say this carefully, but also boldly that, you know, for the wife that sent this question in, um, husbands, and sometimes there's communication or scheduling things you mentioned a moment ago with uh, just, we're, we're just booked to the max right now in our world. But uh, if this is a lack of maybe spiritual leadership, um, I would encourage you husbands to really take that that initiative to lead your home well. Um, it doesn't mean you have to just start spouting off King James Version prayers or <laughs> you know just jumping on a sidewalk to yell, Jesus saves, but it does mean that you are sensitive to spiritual matters. And so I would encourage you, if you are a husband and you just have a lot going on, or maybe a life group isn't very interesting because you're introverted like me, 
that you would just give it a shot and that you would just go, hey, to your wife, like, hey, let's go tonight. One, you'll surprise her, <laughs> you'll shock her. Um, but two, I think it will give initiative to her to let you know, let her know that, hey, I'm in this with you. Uh, because I believe that a couple that um, that puts Christ at the center of their marriage and their home is is a f- couple that will be blessed. And so let me encourage you men to, to take the lead and to help uh, just in your home, be sensitive to spiritual matters. Well, Mandy, thanks so much for coming. Any last words you want to share with uh, with those watching as we answer the question of why should I join a life group? Yeah, I would just encourage everyone, like we're all at different stages of our faith. Yeah. And this is not like a condemnation of any sure, sort. Of this is like an exciting next step that we can take in our faith. Exactly. And that's the great thing too about life groups. You know, everybody's at different levels and there's going to be people in your group that can help you kind of take that next step. Yeah, Maybe good. the next step for you is getting baptized. Maybe yeah. the next step for you is is salvation. Maybe right. the next step for you is um, growing deeper in your understanding of God's mm-hmm. word. You know, like we're all at different st- stages. And, and I just think that this is such a vital part of taking that next step yeah. in our faith. Yeah, that's good. So if you're ready for that next step, I yeah. just think this is such an important opportunity to take hold of. Yeah, that's so good. Well, uh, it's been awesome to have you on here, uh, Mandy. Thank you for leading our life groups. We're excited about this season. And thank you for joining us on episode three of the Highlands Podcast. And we are... We pray that you were encouraged. We pray that you share this, that you send it to a friend. If you have a friend who's on the fence about life groups, send this episode. And we we believe that it will be encouraging to them to help them understand what the purpose is of life groups. Uh, Thanks again for watching. We'll see you on our next episode of the Highlands Podcast.